Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. Praise God. It's good to be back in Oklahoma. I just want to say thank you for uh, your prayers. Uh, We had clear roads going. We had clear roads coming home. To God be the glory. So, you know, that, uh, that doesn't go unnoticed. You know? Uh, you know, when we were driving home, I'm like, you know what? I was telling my pookie, I was like, look what God's doing. I mean, there was no snow on the mountains. Well, there was snow on the mountains, but there was no snow on the roads. Hallelujah. They were all dry. And, and the Lord kept us safe, kept our vehicles safe, kept them going. No flat tires. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. You know, sometimes we take things for granted. Hallelujah. We take them for granted, you know. Yeah, you know, there's two types of tires. Don't you, you know that? Yeah, there's, there's Goodyear tires and there's Mayblow tires. Those Mayblow tires are those tires that may blow at any time. Come on, some of you might have come in on some Mayblow tires. And you might have had that type of faith today saying, I don't know, God. I don't know what you have in store for me today. But God, if you can just get me to church so I don't blow a tire. God, I believe my blessing will be here. Come on, are you with me today? Uh, some of you just came in on Goodyear tires and you're just like, hey, I, I, you just flew up here and you're ready to fly back home. But there's some of you that came here by faith. Come on, let me see your faith today. Because faith moves mountains. And I believe that God is going to move some mountains in this house today. Hallelujah. God has given me a word for today. You know, uh, ever since... Uh, uh, Norman Harris came and preached. and Actually, not before he preached, before he, when he came on a Sunday morning. In fact, I talked to him this morning, and he told me to tell everybody hi. Uh, and and I, I just, uh, ever since he came, he, he shared something with me. And, and I looked up the definition of uh, epicenter several times, but he gave me a different definition. And in that definition, it says... Above a disturbance, there is an epicenter. Has anybody had any disturbances in your life? Come on. Has there been a disturbance that has rose up? Can I tell somebody today that you're in line for a breakthrough? You're in line for a miracle. Because if there's a disturbance that is happening in your life right now, the Lord wants you to know today that God is about to break some ground. Wow. Josh, I guess that's my word. That's my title today is disturbance. He told me, Dad, it's all right. I didn't have a title for my message today. I actually had about four messages, and I kept going from one message to the next message, and the Holy Spirit said, uh-uh, 
Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm just going to give it to you as you preach today. Come on, I, I, can I just show you today? I, I don't have my notes. I'm just going to go by the Holy Spirit today. So somebody today better get ready for a miracle. Somebody today better get ready for a breakthrough. Uh, somebody somebody is, is encountering a disturbance and the Lord wants you to know today that there is a breakthrough on the horizon and God is about to break through your situation. Because it's the anointing of God that destroys every yoke of bondage. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, as I was, I was going through this and I, I, I don't have notes today, uh, my mama would be proud. <laughs> My mama was always my worst critic when it came to preaching. Because I'd get up and I'd preach and I'd have notes and I'd read my notes and I'd go word for word with my notes and I'd get done and my mama would come up to me and, and with such love. And she would look at me and she'd say, Son, you preach better without notes. So today... I don't have notes, but I have a scripture. But the the title of my message is, As the Holy Spirit has led me, is there's a disturbance in the land. Come on, are you with me today? There's a disturbance in the land. And we're over that disturbance today. Because that disturbance is about to bring forth an earthquake that is about to be released upon this land. An earthquake of revival. Hallelujah, are you with me today? That's what the disturbance is all about. Is there's a revival that is about to break out upon this land. Yeah, I know it's, it's Thanksgiving weekend. And, and I should be doing a Thanksgiving message or, or, or get us prepared for Christmas. But I'm telling you something. That we should serve Jesus year round. Not just on December 25th. Jesus. We need to keep Jesus on our mind at all times. And when we keep Jesus on our mind at all times, watch what Jesus will do. All we got to do is call out on the name of Jesus and He will answer your situation. He will turn your situation or He'll turn your disturbance into a revival. He will turn your disturbance into a breakthrough. He will turn your disturbance all the way around. And the anointing of God is about to break off some strongholds that have been holding you back. God says get ready because the anointing is about to destroy that bondage today. God wants you to know today that there's something that's happening in the land. There's something that's happening in this place. There's something that's happening at Epicenter Church. And it's not just going to affect Oklahoma City. Come on, it's going to shake the nation. There's a nation shaking that is about to take place. And God is about to release something in this land. And it's powerful. And in that disturbance that is happening, and in that revival that's about to break out, there is healing that is about to flow. Come on, I've I, I seen a miracle happen. I experienced a miracle. I saw the miracle with my eyes finally. This weekend, as we're coming home, we stopped in Denver, Colorado to see Pastor Dan. Come on, are you with me? We've been praying for him and praying for him and praying for him. And we were able to finally get our eyes on him. 
Were they able to pray for him? <laughs> Lay hands on him and pray for him. <laughs> and guess what? I mean, he was alert. Knew every one of us. Talked to every one of us. Made jokes with every one of us. <laughs> he was himself. <laughs> Come on, are you with me today? I'm talking about somebody that was on a ventilator. <laughs> well, they gave him no hope. <laughs> And in that hospital, they didn't have any hope. Because just the night before, a couple of days before, they had a 34-year-old man that was on a ventilator, very healthy. And when they took him off the ventilator, he died. Come on, are you with me today? We're talking about the God of miracles today. And, and when they, they began to slowly take him off his medication, and they pulled the ventilator out, something happened. And he began... As soon as they took that tube out, he started talking. Come on, that's what preachers do. That's what preachers do. He just started talking, and he started rattling on. Hallelujah. I mean, he, he began to talk about this and that. Come on, are you with me today? Because whenever that began to happen, that began the miracle that was in his life. He's the man that's about to come here and preach the gospel. Because we've been praying for him. Hallelujah. There's a disturbance in the land. There's a shift that is happening. And the scripture and the text that I have for you today, there is a shift that happened in this land. Come on, are you with me today? Turn to Joshua chapter number 1 if you would. Joshua chapter number 1. There's, there's a disturbance. There was a disturbance in this land in Joshua chapter 1. Because if we was to look at verse number 1, we find out that Moses had just died. Come on, there's a disturbance in the land. There was a disturbance in the land. But the Lord, the Lord had a plan. Come on, I just need to tell somebody today, the Lord's got a plan for you. God's got a plan for somebody today. Somebody today is ready to give up. The Lord <coughs> brought me here tonight, today, to let you know that He has a plan. Hallelujah. And, and the Lord showed Joshua that He had a plan for him. Joshua had been following, has been mentored by Moses. Now Moses has died. Now Joshua is taking the reins. See, there was a disturbance in the land, but I want to show you uh, some, some points here today that is going to help us go to the next level. It's going to help Epicenter Church go to the next level. It's going to help the people of Epicenter go to the next level. Because when there's a disturbance in the land... Revival's about to break out. Come on, there, there's a revival that's about to break out. I'm just preparing this church for something big. Come on, there's something big that is about to take place right here. Well, we're not going to have enough chairs for it, coach. Coach is going to have to coach people in here. And direct people to the right chairs. Get ready, coach. Hallelujah, you may have to get your golf cart and start driving people from Crest over here. <laughs> Come on, where's your faith at today? Come on, where's your Mayblow faith today? 
Because there's people that are desperate for a miracle. It might not be you, but there's somebody that is desperate for a miracle. And when they catch wind of the disturbance that's happening right here, the disturbance of revival that's about to break out, just like Joshua. (laughs) Come on, are you with me today? Joshua chapter number 1 and verse number 3. I'm going to try to read our scripture today. Holy Spirit, lead us today. Hmm. Joshua chapter number 1 and verse number 3. Is this church ready for this? Man, are you... Man, I can't even... I'm so excited about this. I mean, God just gave me the scripture. I didn't even read over it. And then when I just took a glimpse of it, I'm just like, I just get so excited. I get so excited. There's an excitement that's stirring up inside of me today. Hallelujah, because this is what the word of the Lord says. In verse number three, it says, I will give you every place that you set your foot. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this today. I'm going to give you every place where you set your foot. As I promised Moses. (laughs) Your territory will extend from the desert of Lebanon. There's a disturbance in the land, church. Come on. There's a disturbance in the land. There's shockwaves that are going out today. Because God is about to give us this land. I believe this is a right on word today. Hallelujah. Your territory will extend from the deserts of Lebanon. And from the great river, the Euphrates, and all the Hittite country to the great sea on the west, no one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous. Come on. Who's some, I need to hear some courageous people today. Come on, I need to hear some courageous people today in the house. Uh, He said, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Mm. Come here, coach. I just got to do something. I just got to do something in the spirit. Come here, coach. Come on. I just need you to stand right here. I need you to stand right here. Because you know what a coach does? A coach stands on the sidelines. A coach wants to play, and a coach always wants to move. I just had to have coach come up and stand by faith. I had to have him come up here and stand by faith. Now, what does a coach do? He usually walks the line, doesn't he? So I need you just to walk a little bit over here. Come on. And now walk a little bit over here. Come on, pace yourself a little bit. Come on, because I'm preparing this church for something big that is about to happen. There's a national championship that's about to happen to the church. 
There's a Super Bowl that's about to happen to the church. There's a World Series that's about to happen to this church. Because God is about to show up and He's about to show off in the house. And the Lord says, you need to bring up the coach. Because the coach is about to cheer on the people. Because as the miracles begin to happen, the coach is going to begin to put new people in. Woo! You're about to put some new people in. You're about to put somebody in that is about to be released. There's something that's happening in this land. The Joshuas are coming forth. Come on, the Joshuas are coming forth. Thank you, coach. I just needed you up here just for a moment. He's going to stay. Hallelujah. You can do it. You can do it, coach. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In verse 7, it says, be strong and very courageous. Hallelujah. (laughs) Because (laughs) be careful to obey all the laws my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn to the right. Do not turn to the left. That you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous. Come on, there's going to be some prosperity hit this land. And successful. Can I just prophesy this? There are going to be some successful business people. See, we're not praying in business people. You are the business people. I I just need to declare this over your business today. Hallelujah. God's going to bring an increase to your businesses today. Come on, Epicenter Church, there's going to be some release to your business. There's going to be financial breakthroughs. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a disturbance in the land. And the disturbance is revival. It's going to be one of them revivals that's not like the old time revivals. Hallelujah. There's a wave that is about to hit this city. There's a wave that is about to hit this city. Why? Because the Lord has given us this word. He said, I will give you every place where you put your foot. Come on, I'm going to bless every, every step that you take. Why? Because your steps are ordered of the Lord. And they're going to bring forth peace. They're going to bring forth joy. They're going to bring forth love. Hallelujah. God is going to release that. Praise God. If I was to give you some points. Do you want some points today? Do you need something to write down today? I know I, know I told you I didn't have a... Whole sermon. This is Holy Spirit driven today. Okay. Big text. But, but I feel like I need to give you something in this scripture that I just gave you. 
And you'll find in verse 3 and 5, verse 3 says, I will give you every place where you set your foot as I promised Moses. And verse 5 says, No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life as I was with Moses. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And the Lord is showing me, and point number one is He is giving us a promise. Has the Lord ever promised you anything? When God promises you something, it's going to come to pass. There's a disturbance in the land, and the Lord told me that in that disturbance is going to come forth a revival. A revival where people will be healed, delivered, and saved. Hallelujah. And they're going to come in from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Hallelujah. Not just from Nebraska and from Texas and from Arkansas and from New York and from California, but they're going to come from all around the world. Hallelujah. They're going to have to, they're going to have to rent out airplanes just to come. Come on. Can I prophesy this to somebody today? This is what the Lord's showing me that they're going to have to rent out buses just to come. Come on, I've been to crusades where there have been busloads of people have to make it to that crusade. And they get dumped off. And people are being healed, set free. Have you ever had to stand in line to go to church? I have. Man, I have. Had to stand in line. There were people standing all day long. I went to a Benny Hinn crusade over in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Maybe Center. People were wrapped around that building just to get in. The very first time I ever went to go see him. I'm not here to glorify God, men. I'm just telling you what God was doing. God showed up in that place. Because I did see miracles. And it wasn't because he laid hands on him. It was because you felt the presence of the Almighty. I ended up getting put in the overflow section. Do you know God heals people in the overflow section? Man, I was sitting. In fact, I was so mad because I didn't get in the service. I got on a front row of the overflow. Set by this lady that was deaf. Been deaf since she was born. Her mama was doing sign language with her hands. I didn't understand anything that was going on. But I remember the anointing of God fell. And I remember he started calling out words of knowledge. And he said somebody in the overflow section needs a healing in their ears. And God's opening them up right now. The moment he said now. That young lady that was sitting right next to me. Started making this moaning noise. I looked at her thinking, man, we've got to get the devil cast out of this woman. I didn't know what was going on. But what I found out is she's never been able to hear. So if you can't have, have never been able to hear, you don't know how to talk. And when you start making noises, but you want to get louder and louder. And that's exactly what she began to do. She began to get louder and louder and louder. Hallelujah. God healed her body right there. Can I tell somebody today, God's about to bring forth a healing in somebody's body today. He's not going to wait till next week. He's going to do it right now. 
now. Hey, you may have sickness that's, that's invaded your life, but the Lord says, get ready. There's a disturbance in the land, and that disturbance is your healing. And the Lord says it's about to come out of the epicenter church, and God's going to bring people from the north, the south, the east, and the west to experience their miracle. How many are ready to experience a miracle? We, we've seen miracles happen in this place. We prayed for miracles. Hallelujah. Not just physical miracles. Hallelujah. My sister's getting ready to close on the house tomorrow. Come on, she's been praying for a house for, what, 12 years? Now God gave her a house. Guess what? I have to move her in tomorrow. Come on, I'm rejoicing because God answered prayer. If he did it for her, he's going to do it for you. And God wants somebody to know today he's in a neighborhood. And if he promised Joshua, I'm going to bless every place you take your foot. Where your foot comes upon, I'm going to bless it. Come on. David, he's going to bless your feet. Everywhere you step is going to be blessed. You and Ebony, everywhere you go is going to be blessed. Hallelujah. There's an anointing upon your feet. And the Lord says, everywhere you go, you're going to turn. Everything's going to turn to gold. God's going to bless you abundantly. The silver is mine, says the Lord. The gold is mine, says the Lord. And I'm to speak that over your life. Get ready. Prosperity is coming your way. Why? Because God has promised it. Come on, God has promised it. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to receive. Because if God's doing it for Ebony and David, He's going to do it for me. If God can do it for Ebony and David, He can do it for you. Somebody just needs to reach out and grab your blessing. Woo! To God be the glory. This isn't what I planned today. But the Lord wants us to know, if He promised it, He's going to see it through it. He's going to see you through it. Hallelujah. In verse number 8, Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night and be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Number one, there's a promise. Number two, there's a process. What is the process? The process is trust the word. Meditate on the word. Get in the word. And watch the word come alive. Watch it come alive. Because it's in the process we see the miracle. I mean, look at the miracles that took place in the word of God. They had to do something to get that miracle. And when they did it, it took a process. Hallelujah. It took a process. Because they had been inflicted for years. But God brought the healing right there. And it was a process. They just came and encountered the process. All we have to do is meditate on His Word. It's the process. Be faithful with the Word. Be faithful in reading the Word. And as you're faithful in reading the word, just like he says, 
Do not let the book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you're going to be prosperous. And successful. Everywhere your feet go. Everywhere your feet trod. You're going to be blessed. You're going to be blessed in the city. You're going to be blessed in the country. Come on. You're praying for acreage of land. Get ready. It's coming to pass. Come on. Why? Because he, pro- he promised it. It may be a process. He, he, he's promised us land here at this church. He promises a building here at this church. It's a process. Come on. What have I been telling you all year long? Trust the process. Woo. Somebody today, you just need to trust the process in your life. Watch what God will do. Just trust him. Trust him. Don't let the, don't let the word get out of you. Don't let the enemy come in and try to grab the word out of you. That's exactly what he wants to do. He wants to put doubt in your mind. He, he, wants to, he wants to bring confusion in your mind. With what God has promised you, God's going to deliver it. Can, can I tell somebody today, he's about to deliver you something. The package is in the mail. The package may be already right there and you didn't even know it. Whew. The first thing is, is we got to receive the promise and it takes a process. And number three, we find in six and se- verse 6 and 7, be strong and courageous and because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to the forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it from the right or the left that you may be successful wherever you go. When we do those two scriptures, there is power. (laughs) Number three, there is power that is about to invade your life. Come on. Come on. Somebody needs to be linked up with the power. Come on, you need to be linked up with the power. See, he has promised it, there's a process, and then there is the power. Come on, the power, not the 110, but the 220 power. Come on, the one that's going to give you your, your, your full house energy. Hallelujah, full house power. For your whole household. The power of God is about to invade your situation. God wants somebody to know today. That there's a promise. And there's a process. But God will send forth his power. We need the power. We need the power of the almighty. We need the power of the almighty to invade our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Hmm. We have the promise. We have the process. We have the power. And the next thing that we need is just His presence. We just need God's presence. We need the presence of the Almighty. We need His presence. We need His presence just to invade our life. Uh, Come on, somebody needs His presence on your situation today. Come on, you may not have any hope, but the Lord wants to release some hope to you today. 
He wants to release His presence to you. Hallelujah. I mean, His presence showed up to Moses. Right there in a burning bush. And what did the Lord speak out of that burning bush? He said, take off your sandals. For the place where you're standing is holy ground. I believe the Lord's about to speak to somebody today and say, get ready. The place where you're sitting, the place where you're standing is holy ground. It's time to get into God's presence and His anointing. Because when we get into God's presence is when God will begin to speak to our heart. That's when He begins to download His wisdom, His knowledge, His understanding. Come on, somebody today, you need his wisdom. You need his knowledge. You need his understanding. The only way you can get it is you've got to step into his presence. The presence of the Almighty. Because God's going to deliver his word. He's going to deliver his word. By his stripes, you're healed. Come on, there's deliverance in the land. By his stripes, you're healed. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. Hallelujah. We have his promise. We have the process. We get his power. We step into his presence. Now the, now the fifth thing is the hardest thing for us to do. Because when we get all of those four, this is what we forget. We forget to practice his word. Come on. Once we get our first miracle, after our setback, we forget to practice His Word. His, in verse 3, it says, I will give you every place you set your foot as I promised Moses. In verse number 7, it says, Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it from the right or the left that you may be successful wherever you go. He's saying today, you need to practice out the word. You, you know what you need to do? You need to walk it out. You need to walk out the word. You know what that means? You've got to be joyful always. Ouch. You've got to show love all the time. Come on. Even at the checkouts, when they're backed up all the way to the back door, you got to be joyful. You don't want to. Come on. We don't want to, do we? We just look at the line and go, oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> exactly. But we got to count it all joy. <laughs> Hallelujah. James says, count it all joy. When trials come your direction. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because when we count it all joy, something happens. Come on, let's look at that scripture in James. I'm going to have to turn over there because I don't have it in my notes. James chapter 1 and verse number 2 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And then verse number 5 says, If anyone lacks wisdom... You should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to him. 
Come on, somebody say joy. joy. We got to walk it out. We got to practice it. We got to practice some joy. Hallelujah. I, I heard a minister say one time, sometimes we got to pick up the joy jug and take it, take a swig. Come on, I'm talking about the joy of the Lord, not the other kind of jugs. Hallelujah. We got to have the joy of the Lord and we need to take a drink out of the joy jug. And when we take it, we got to practice it. We got to walk it out. There's two times to have joy, when you want to and when you don't. Come on, we got to have the joy of the Lord. The joy is one of the fruits of the, of the Spirit. Come on. There's a lot of fruit inspectors out there. They want to see what kind of fruit you have. They just went to the epicenter church. Let's see what kind of fruit they got. See what kind of tip they're going to give me at the restaurant. Or are they going to complain how high the prices are? <laughs> you chose the place. <laughs> Count it all joy. Trials may come your direction. What do you got to do? You got to count it all joy. You got to thank the Lord. The Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. You got to continually let the joy of the Lord flow out of you. You got to practice it. What did they always say, coach? Practice makes perfect, right? Well, who are we trying to be? We're trying to be like Jesus. The perfect example. The one with no flaws. He wants us to be like him. So when those fruit inspectors come out and inspect you, they're going to see joy. They're going to say, hey, that coach, he's got joy. Big Tex, he's got joy. He's got joy. He, it's not his joy. It's the joy of the Lord. That's his strength. Yeah, he may be hurting and he may be in pain, but he's still counting it all joy. Why? Because his miracle's on its way. His, his healing's on its way. Your healing's on its way. There's a disturbance that has happened to the land. And that disturbance is revival. There was a disturbance that happened with Joshua. When Moses was taken away. But the Lord. Gave him the instructions. And not only the instructions for us. But the instructions for you. And for me. He said just trust the process. He said it's a promise. It's the process. It's the power. It's his presence. And we just got to practice it. Hallelujah. That's all we got to do. Because revival is in the land. He promised it to Joshua. And he's promised it to us. He's promised it to Epicenter Church. And he's here right now. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. 
Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and EpicenterChurchOK.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.